0: You're listening to the Cross-Border Interviews with Chris Brown. Good. <laughs> it, wow. Interrupt me while I'm talking. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Wow. I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving this in. Hey, because you. Challenge accepted, okay? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cross-Border Interviews with Chris Brown and Michael Nichols-Pate. Our entertainment correspondent is coming back after almost a month and a half of not seeing each other besides our movie reviews. And we're going to be talking about the big news in the entertainment industry. That is the Emmy nominations that were released earlier this week. And we wanted to break them down, not in depth because we only have a short period of time. And we're going to try and actually keep this to a 45 minute episode today so we don't drag on some of these great shows because we'll probably talk about them actually when the Emmys are announced or actually the winners are announced in September. But Michael Nichols Pate, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm thriving and surviving.
1: I don't know. Um, I was under the false impression we'd be talking about Beyonce's new renaissance. I'm just giving you a hard time.
0: Is this like a perfect?
1: Beyonce is releasing a new album and dropped merch and did this whole merchandise package. There's four different packages. You don't know what the merchandise looks like. You're getting an album. You don't know nothing, but you paid $150 for it for a mystery box. It is not financially responsible to support Beyonce anymore.
0: I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna be as nice as possible. (laughs) This is a no Beyonce zone for a certain reason. (laughs) Okay. We do not talk about Beyonce like Disney doesn't talk about Bruno. I was just about to make
1: that joke. You stole it from my
0: brain. You're welcome. At least someone's brain is working properly this morning um and uh, that's a joke on me everyone don't send me negative
1: i was gonna no i was gonna say are we sure about that
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh so michael uh you have been a swamp this week we are recording this thursday morning so i put out on social media that this episode is gonna be coming out a little bit later than normal but how did you find the 2022 emmy nominations uh, that were released on Tuesday by two people who I had no idea who they are.
1: Um, real talk. Am I just not watching TV shows that are getting nominated anymore? Because I didn't know like 90% of these, or I've not seen like 90% of these. I'm like, I watch a lot of shit on TV. Why do I not know any of the things like really nominated? There's probably like a smattering in each category that I'm like, okay, I know that one, but I'm like, Fuck, I guess fuck my drag.
0: Well, it's not like four years ago, or not even four years ago, but five, ten years ago, when you you saw you knew the nominations, right? Here, there's so many streaming services and so many TV channels that I don't have enough time to watch all this shit. And I'm sorry, no. some of this stuff that was nominated was shit this year, and I'm so still surprised that they got nominated. I think it's more the fact that. Whoever has the best PR came uh, PR game during these nomination periods gets the nominee nominations, right? So,
1: and most of these, even just looking at the drama, top drama and top comedy and uh, the limited series, ninety percent of them are streaming. Yep. What we do in the shadows and Better Call Saul are the only ones on primetime, which means. Every other one of these, you have to have paid for a specialty channel or paid for a streaming channel to and watch them.
0: Abbott Elementary.
1: Oh, it is on ABC. I watch it on Hulu, so that's the only reason. I love Abbott Elementary. Okay. Which, when we get to comedy series, I'll talk about that. But
0: yeah, um, I agree. This is a this is the year of the streaming, and I think the a pandemic has changed the way that videos are released. Yeah. And here, here's what we have now. And I, the one I'm really shocked about is the Outstanding Variety Sketch Series, where there was only two nominees, Saturday Night Live and a Black Lady Sketch Show.
1: Black Lady Sketch Show!
0: I know, but it seems very weird that you would only have two nominees. It's like a, it's like the best male actor in at the Tonys last year, when they only had one nominee, and surprise, surprise, who won?
1: I don't I don't think there's a lot of variety shows that exist right now that's in the true. U.S. And that, and this is very U.S. centric. That's so because the well, British TV has been fucking rocking the game and it's definitely never registered here.
0: I want the British TV like the Emmys should start looking at some of these British shows besides just Ricky Gervais' The Office. But that's just my personal opinion. Um, I want to talk about some of these and we'll dive into uh, the categories and I'll try to uh, do this as quickly as possible. We'll start with drama, Uh, outstanding drama series. uh, The the nominees are Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozarks, uh, Severance, Squid Games, which I still don't understand why that was nominated. But anyway, uh, Stranger Things, Season 4, Succession and Yellow Jackets. Um, Any shockers there? Any surprises in your opinions? Any uh, top picks for you? Nothing, well,
1: I guess Stranger Things is a little surprising. Have they been nominated before? They were nominated
0: way back in season one, I think.
1: Yeah, I feel like they don't normally get nominated. I'm very thrilled to see Yellow Jackets because I didn't think they were going to get nominated. And I really enjoyed that. And I'm really excited to see where that goes since they've planned out five seasons.
0: I agree uh i'm like i said i'm still shocked that squid games was nominated i do not think it was that good of a series i do disagree (laughs) understandable (laughs) for those who are watching i don't know if you saw the clap or for those who are listening that was the clap back moment Um, i did the maddie clap there you go i don't know what that means but sure yeah you do
1: you watched euphoria oh yeah when she
0: she always does this yeah let's not even talk about euphoria okay because i think you and i will disagree completely on that why that was nominated and i don't Uh, think she was that good um (gasps) my if i was a betting man because this is what we always do i would say succession is the probably the top that's probably going to win because it is on that uh streak right now but saying that Usually after three or four nominations or three or four wins, they usually give it to somebody else, and they give it start giving it to somebody else. So, uh Succession is probably the top one here. The the outlier for me is Severance. I think this is going to be one that's going to be watched because a lot of actors were nominated for this, and I think we're going to see a potential pick up a few awards for Severance.
1: I think, like you said, uh, Succession is the probably odds-on favorite, but it's also Ozark's last season um yellow jackets had a really strong open and they do like to give shows that have a really strong open uh, uh, the award yeah. but also i don't think we can count out squid game i know you don't like we, it count but it, it really count it, out. Fu- count it, it out right now it count it really out right absolutely now. <laughs> it really swept like it really swept the um the states Boots. by storm and did it do the golden globes i barely pay attention to that um but i mean yeah i've only seen maybe half of these that were nominated
0: um i, I have not yeah better call saul i know there's a lot of issues with uh, the main actor having a heart attack during this season so that's going to be interesting to see if he's going to win that uh it's also on its last legs uh ozark like you said severance has picked up stranger things being its second last season it's probably not gonna win it's good no succession it might be the odds on favorite but like you said yellow jacket is the one that i'm probably watching a little bit closer along with severance to say okay if there's ever going to be a squeaker to take it these are going to be them um, going back, going down to the lead actor and lead actress, because I just want to make sure that we just jump into those sure. who we'll Do supporting. Uh, lead actor for a drama series Jason Bateman for Ozark, Brian Cox for Succession, usually odds on favorite to win. Li Junzhang uh, for Squid Games, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Adam Scott for uh, Severance, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Odds on favorite here?
1: I've only seen Squid Game. <laughs> So I don't know the other oh, Squid Game! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think I'd be really happy if he won um, compared to the rest of them. But I mean, like you said, Brian Cox is probably got it in the bag. But or
0: Jeremy uh, Strong, one or the other. It's usually going to be a succession candidate whenever, or yeah, a, a, yeah succession candidate. The one or I they split the, the vote. Exactly, and someone else. And I think for this, it's going to be Adam Scott in Severance. If you have not seen this show, I highly recommend it. If you have Apple TV+, Plus, it is uh, Adam Scott and uh, uh, Patricia Arquette, two great actors, and it's a really good show. And I would highly recommend it to anyone who is looking for something to make them feel better about how their job is run. <laughs> With that, we're going to head over to lead actress in a drama series. Jody Comer for Killing Eve, Laura Linney for Ozark, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jacket, Sandra O oh for Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show, and Zendaya for Euphoria. Now, I know you have seen more than one of these shows.
1: I sure have. Any I've seen Ozark- two. <laughs> Yellow Jackets and Euphoria. I, morning show, I do like to watch, and I, I haven't gotten to see this current season because life has just been busy. And um, any,
0: any odds on favorite for this one?
1: I mean, Zendaya's already won it once. I felt she did a better job this season than last season, but I will not be surprised if um, Melanie Linsky or Laura Linney gets it.
0: I don't think Laura Linney's going to get it. I just, I, the, the Emmys like to nominate Ozark, but don't like to give Ozark any acting awards, only directing awards for Jason Bateman for some strange reason. So I am not putting my money on Laura Linney on this one. It could, I just, I don't see it.
1: Sandra Oh also won the Emmy for this role. So there's a couple of like repeat winners in this category that it could easily shift to but i i would be i would not be surprised if zendaya and sandra split it and we see like melanie Linsky get it
0: um i watched morning show this new season of the morning show with reese witherspoon i will say it's probably her best performance of the series so far so uh uh, spoiler alert for those who have not seen it um the bradley jack with the student character uh, plays. Uh, she is struggling with her sexual identity during this whole season and coming out as a professional uh, person who is in the media. So she does do a lot of uh, dramatic acting in this series. So I would we have- you love her.
1: that.
0: I love it. Love it. Like a... And her and Julianne Margulies are lesbian lovers.
1: <laughs> I love Julianne Margulies.
0: Um, I am shocked. I'm going to say this because I think I it was an over. It did not get its uh, dues. Mandy Moore in This Is Us should have been nominated in this category for her role as the mother who is played, who has dementia, who is struggling with uh, brain cancer. I think she should have been nominated for this, and that is not just saying that because of everything that's going on in my life, but she did a fantastic role. And the Emmys fucked this one up. You did not need to nominate two people for Killing Eve in this category. You should have nominated Mandy Moore.
1: Um, I'm going to be honest. I cannot watch This Is Us because it's just nonstop. Like, it's too it's soap opera for me. And it's like aggressive. Like, every episode they're crying. I can't, I emotionally cannot deal with that. <laughs>
0: We're gay. We can't deal with anything, okay? I watched
1: one, <laughs> one episode. I think it was like the first pandemic episode or whatever, The right during, like, and it was like an hour and a half long and everyone was crying and everyone was dramatic. And I'm like, is this every episode? I can't do
0: this. Yes, you can. <laughs>
1: no, I'm like, this is a lot of emotion for... Tuesday at like nine o'clock
0: at night. Heading over to the comedy series now because we have forty five minutes. I'm gonna keep us on schedule, Mike. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Outstanding comedy series: Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. So, congratulations, Ted Lasso, for winning this award. I I congratulate you, and I bring you uh, your third uh emmy for best outstanding comedy do not count
1: abbott elementary out elementary
0: elementary elementary
1: elementary Elementary? okay anyway i said it wrong abbott elementary isn't that how you say that word elementary 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 okay we're not doing this
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is why we Um, get this is why we have three hour episodes michael yeah we go on these Um, anyway uh, you think Abbott could present, el Abbott insert last name whatever the hell it's called here, is going to win? Um, I think it has a
1: really good shot. It's gotten great reviews. It's gotten great audio. It's like universally beloved across the board. It's funny. It's clever. It's well done, and it also made history. Um, the creator, uh, she is the first black woman to be nominated for three uh Emmy Awards ever and so I think that's a
0: huge thing
1: and like yeah Ted Lasso is probably the odds on favorite because it usually sweeps but I really don't want us to count Abbott Elementary out because I think it's just it could easily get it it was very very good
0: I'm putting my odds on favorite for only murders in the building I know you are not a fan of Steve Martin and Martin Short and. Selena. No, I love them.
1: I've I've never I haven't seen it. I want to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah,
0: highly recommend. Season two is freaking fantastic. We are five episodes in, and I am drawn like hook, line, and sinker. I'm a gay man at Pride in my prime. I'm loving every minute of it, and I'm hoping for some more at the end of the day. But I will say this. It is the sort of the, the unknown in this series. A lot of people know what we do in the shadows. A lot of people know uh, Ted Lasso. A lot of people know The Marvelous Miss Maisel because it's a preennial uh, candidate to get nominated in this category if, it's, uh, if it has episodes out. Hacks is kind of the new horse. A lot of people are watching Kirby Enthusiasm because everyone loves uh, Larry David. Barry because everyone loves the Fonz. They're they're well known. This Only Murders in the Building and Hulu and Disney Plus here in Canada. It's kind of the, to me, the dark horse where not a lot of people know about it. So
1: I'm um, a little surprised. I love this show. I really love this show. I'm a little surprised Mrs. Maisel got nominated because it was not a strong season. And it ended in like a weird place that felt like it needed one more episode for the season and it just didn't have one. I just felt it wasn't strong. And I love the show. I think the show is fantastic. I just wouldn't have nominated this season and would have probably put Love Victor's final season in here. I liked it. I thought it was better. Or, you know, even like a Marvel series could have gone in I just feel like Mrs. Mason just wasn't as strong for me.
0: Yeah. I haven't watched the full season, so I can't say yes or no to that. But... I trust Michael's judgment on the amazing, the amazing, marvelous Miss Maisel. So, if it probably shouldn't have been, maybe it shouldn't have been. But
1: there's my. I also don't get the appeal of what we do in the shadows. That's not my vibe. That's not my shtick. I don't understand why it gets nominated.
0: One, right? Like it was. I don't know.
1: Like it's never been my vibe, and like it gets nominated every year. Since it's been out, and I'm like, I don't get
0: it. I don't. <laughs> okay, we're gonna head over to the lead actress in a comedy series now, and that is Rachel Bros- Bros- Brosnahan. Brosnahan? Brosnahan. The Brosnahan. <laughs> Quinta Brunson, an Abbott Elementary. Kaylee Coco, the flight attendant. Ella Fanning, the great. Issa ray insecure. Gene Smart Hacks. Um, I know you're a fan of The Flight Attendant. I know you're a fan of Quinta, the Abbott Elementary. Uh, You're a fan of The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Have you seen The Great?
1: I haven't, but it's on my list? Yeah. I I don't know.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Let's put it this way. There's shows that you know were made and you think, why the fuck did you make this show? Great, the great, <laughs> the great is one of these shows that you watch and go, huh? That was a choice. That was a TV show. That's six hours of my life who I want back.
1: Um, uh, Kaylee Cuoco needs to win this.
0: Just not this season to. was
1: brilliant. I know she's not going to. I'm mad that she's not going to, but she needs to win it. Dean Smart um,
0: is going to win this.
1: Probably because it's
0: a. F- freaking great show
1: again don't count Kita out
0: i could you, you never know because they usually like there's always that one oddball uh emmy nomination that you like, or emmy award winning uh the, the award that goes out that goes oh that wasn't that was one that i didn't expect so i could you could potentially see him uh, winning this so who knows i don't know
1: yeah, she's great, Quinta. I, I think that, and it's it's just it's such a great show. I I but I, 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 Kaylee Cuoco has probably gave the best performance out of the ones I saw. Um, but well, you know, Jeannie Smart's could. been winning everything.
0: She has, and the Emmys like to stick with the tried and true instead of the not tried and true. Because Kaylee never won anything for Big Bang, right? Nope. No. And and, great.
1: I'm gonna be I'm gonna say something controversial. Good. She she should not. She did not deserve to win anything for Big Bang Theory. I didn't think she could act until I started watching the flight attendant.
0: Well, she can't get married. Well, she can get married. She just can't hold the marriage down.
1: That's fine. I don't care so much about her personal life. I care about the the stuff she's I care about the stuff she's putting. Carmel, television.
0: You are literally the entertainment pundit who talks about personal lives all the time. Anyway, I don't care. <laughs> we're heading over to the outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, and the nominees are Donald Glover for Atlanta, which I did not even think was still on the TV. So that shows you how much I know. Bill Hader for Barry. Nicholas Holt for The Great. Steve Martin for Only Murders in the Building. Martin Short for Only Murders in the Mil- uh, Building. And the winner of this season, of this award, is Mr. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Congratulations, Ted, for the another award winning performance as Ted Lasso.
1: Try I have to- not watched any of these shows. I would put money on Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, though, because he's pretty much, I think he's won it two years in a row now.
0: He's won it it's only minutes. been
1: one season. It's been
0: hmm. This is the second uh-huh. nomination.
1: Okay, so he's probably going to win it. I would be very shocked if he didn't. Um, I also think Only Murders in the Building is going to split the vote if they even But
0: No, continue, I was going to say. I was going to say something. Do you happens. agree? I think you're right. I think you are completely right. I think this is why Jason Sudeikis wins it most of the time because last year, Steve Harvey is Steve Harvey. Steve Martin and Martin Short were both nominated for this award as well against Jason Sudeikis, and Sudeikis won. Um, Martin gives a fantastic performance. Uh, Which Martin? Steve Martin. Steve Martin gives a fantastic performance. Um, It is probably the highlight of his career, in my opinion. I know people would say, well, the jerk is great. Roxanne's great. Understandable. This, to me, is like the quintessential Steve Martin role because he plays himself as a actor who was well-known in the 80s and the 70s, and now is just sort of in this unknown era. And it's kind of what he is now is because he's not doing acting roles. He's doing his music career. And he, it, it's an awesome show. Highly recommend it to anyone. If you have not seen it, stop listening to us right now after the episode's done and then go watch it because I highly recommend it. It is one of the greatest shows that I have seen in a very long time.
1: Stop listening to us now after the episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. I said I don't always have to make sense on this show. I just need to make sure that I have... exactly. Uh, any any uh, snubs that you think? I do
1: think the flight attendant could have been in the category. Um,
0: what main character best... is the guy? Oh, uh, I for oh. for. for
1: act for now that i'm like thinking back i'm like wait that's also a snub that the flight attendant could have been over marvelous mrs Mazel for best comedy um actor in a comedy series
0: or even actress yeah. in a comedy series yeah any i uh, think
1: go ahead ooh, i'm sorry
0: Head air is that. not a good place to say. No, that. I know, <laughs> especially after I said stop listening to us. Afterwards, I'm talking.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of the comedies. I didn't watch a lot of comedies this year. I, I
0: we did. A, did you did, did a lot of reality shows this year, right? Like, you did The Masked Singer and all that. Not, not- I'm problematic.
1: I watched Jersey Shore.
0: <laughs> I am
1: problematic.
0: Okay. Okay. Can we talk for a okay, second? Okay. That's
1: the show. No,
0: no. <laughs> Can we talk for a second about why the hell this has nothing to do with the Emmys? I've seen five commercials via YouTube for the last, in the last like three or four days for this show, upcoming show on Wow World, World Present Plus. Why is Miss Banji getting her own goddamn reality love story show here?
1: Um, All-Star Shore? Or are you talking
0: about All-Star Shore? No, she actually has her own show. Vanjie has her own show coming out, 24 Hours of Love, where she has eight guys vying for her love. And it is the weirdest thing I have ever seen. And we are breaking this news to Michael as we are talking about this. Are you sure? Oh, my. <laughs> I need
1: it. I need it. I'm hooked. Hook line and sinker. Vanjie also is on the All-Star Shore, which is the Jersey Shore reality competition that's going on right now, which includes a whole bunch of other, like, international, like, Geordie Shore and Acapulco Shore and all these other places. And Angelina from the Jersey Shore is on it. It's, like, a whole journey. And I don't know why Vanjie's there, but, hey, why not?
0: Well, I just don't understand why Vanjie has her own show now. Like, 24 hours. We love Vanjie. No, we don't. We do. You don't. We do.
1: America, America.
0: Miss Vanjie is on this season of Candace Drag Race as well.
1: Yeah, and because. so is Jimbo. Yeah.
0: That starts tonight. On the 14th, oh, yeah. for those who are, have, who are still watching all these amazing Drag Race performances that are just getting pumped out left, right, center, that gives content to people to review said episodes of these, these amazing episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race and Drag Race All-Stars and Drag Race UK and Drag Race France and Drag Race Canada because, you know, all we need in this world is more review shows. Anyway, on that note... Uh, I continue on. Hi, Michael. How are you? You better uh, stop. I am. I'm stopping right now. I'm stopped right now. Thank you very much. I need somebody with a human touch. Hey, you always on the ride. Guys. So Thank you, Spice ass. Girls. Um, which Spice Girls would, which would you be? Which Spice Girls would I be? I'd be sporty with a little cross-up baby. What about yourself? I'd be scary, Spice. Girl, you would be ginger, okay? You would leave the group. You would leave the group, just be like, oh, I'm going to go by myself. And then when you're like, oh, shit, it didn't work. Hey, everyone, can we come back and do the Spice Girls? No, no, I'd be posh. Marry a a semi not really good looking man, just for the money? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yet again, this is why everything is an hour long on this
1: yeah
0: i know we're problematic uh, the, i fine. will talk about this i will I, where is it uh outstanding competition programming. because i want to talk about the uh, the other uh nominees for the shows and then we'll do the outstanding actors and actresses and the supporting roles never because no one ever cares about them we're not going to be limited the, i'm good <sighs> Let's do. Limited I'm problematic. Ads. I'm
1: problematic. Leave me
0: alone. Okay, we can do that. Let's do competition no, first. No, we're doing limited series, limited or anthology series, because Michael runs the shows now because his name is first. I guess. Welcome to the cross border interviews with Michael Nichols, paid, and going to We're gonna fight. Outstanding limited or anthology series: Dope Stick, Hulu; The Dropout, Hulu; Inventing Anna, Netflix; Pam and Tommy, Hulu. The White Lotus, HBO, HBO Max. I don't know why I had to tell the streaming services that they're on, but I felt like I should. So anyway, Mr. Host, which one do you see is the best here? <laughs>
1: Throw something at you because I ought to watch the money it's in the bank. inventing Anna. I like that little bitch. I like that show. I want her to win. It's probably going to be White Lotus. I've
0: never but... heard of White Lotus.
1: Oh, with the one with Jennifer Coolidge.
0: Oh yeah, she's gonna win. <laughs> we sorry. love Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. The drop makes of that. me want a hot dog real bad. Um, I would not put my, I would not count out Dope Sick, though.
1: With yeah, Michael. that also got nominated for everything.
0: Yeah, with Michael Keaton. So I'm, I would watch that one. But the the dark horse in this one is Pam and Tommy
1: after Pamela Anderson came out and said she does not agree with anything this movie said or this series said
0: because every the Queen said that about the crown and it still fucking won everything
1: well the Queen's British Pamela's American
0: Uh, excuse me isn't she or she's she canadian. canadian she's canadian girl do not come for my no. canadian girls just because you're american no like you i she's american. she is american She she's north american oh. <laughs> do we really want to again <laughs> I, I'm sorry i'm in rare form this morning <laughs> yeah we are recording this like literally half hour before the episode is supposed to drop so this is why it's coming out later and we just we're just having fun with this episode because we haven't talked to each other live via the internet in a long time. So this is, this is what we actually sound like in our daily conversations, usually via like Instagram and all the other programs that we talk about. Why do I care? <sighs> <Anyway. laughs> we
1: just all went on that journey with you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so you think it's gonna be Inventing, inventing Anna? I want it to be
1: Inventing Anna. Let me just say that. Um,
0: I, I can see it going to the White Lotus, but who knows? who knows? I think
1: it's White Lotus and Dope Sick, unless they both split it and give Inventing Anna her mommy.
0: Yeah, I think it could. Anna, the woman who played Anna, is playing a new character, right? She's doing a... Madonna. Madonna. She's the lead act. She's going to be Madonna in the biopic Madonna. Because, you know, we all saw Elvis's biopic and we all thought, you know what? We need to do a movie about Madonna's career. (sighs) So I'm gonna go to outstanding variety talk series now because I'm not gonna sure. I'm not gonna give Michael the the energy to talk about competition until the very end here. Uh, outstanding variety talk series: The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, last week tonight with John Oliver, The Late Night with uh, Seth Meyers, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Um, can I just say right off the bat, Emmys? As much as I've hated some of these nominees, I thank you for not nominating Jimmy Fallon for anything or James Corden for anything in this category. I appreciate the fact that you listen to the show on a regular basis and you know the hate. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break after we have some audio issues. So we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. welcome no 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 worries to be sorry this is in the, this is staying in there as well audio issues are important part of this ep- this show okay we try to make sure that all audio is correctly identified. So we apologize for that quick commercial break. Uh, We don't usually have a lot of commercial breaks anymore, but we we thought we'd throw one in because Michael was having some audio issues, and I'm going to blame Michael on this one, but I'm going to go back to my original statement of Outstanding Variety Talk Series, and I was saying thank you so much, Emmys, for listening to the show of the cross-border interviews with Michael Nichols-Pate and Chris Brown, because you did not nominate James Corden. I know you're going to nominate him next year for his last season, and if he wins, I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs, but also not nominate Jimmy Fallon thank you so much thank you so much for listening to us and saying you know what Jimmy Fallon and James Corden are overrated hats anyway Michael anything surprising in this one
1: no John Oliver's gonna win
0: I'm surprised that uh uh what the hell's his name John Stewart didn't get nominated for his Apple TV show I didn't even know he had one I'm very very happy our entertainment pundit is very up on the entertainment.
1: There's like 8 million things that are coming out and going on across the board. I can't be expecting that. We pay you
0: amazing volunteer services. I was going to say, hey. Um, I think you're right. Uh, I think the one that could potentially be, again, I always like talking about the Dark Horse and these things. I think Late Night with Seth Myers is possibly a underdog in this one who could be nominated. He has had a good season. He has been uh, going back to his roots at SNL with the Weekend Update. I think that's what's going to potentially do it for him, so that's the one I'm watching. Cool. Uh, outstanding Variety Sketch Series. The nominees are Saturday Night Live, A Black Lady Sketch Show. End of sentence.
1: <laughs> black Lady Sketch Show needs to win it.
0: Do you think it's going to?
1: Probably not, but it needs to.
0: Yeah. It's
1: so funny. Have you
0: seen it? Uh, HBO Max. We don't get HBO up here.
1: Oh. It's fun. You can see a lot of the they post a lot of the clips on YouTube also. Surprisingly, it's sometimes so you can't funny.
0: catch things on YouTube because they're country restricted.
1: That is horse shit. I hate I hate the internet. The internet needs to go home.
0: hmm uh, and the last one. The last one we're going to talk about before we wrap up, because we are coming up to the 45-minute mark, and I want to make sure that we give Michael his due and just talk a little bit about what he's done for us over the last few weeks, um, is Outstanding Competition uh, competition Program. Michael's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why, why did you just say that? What are you going to say about me? Anyway, um, Outstanding Competition Program. The Amazing Race. Lizzo's Watch Out for the Bigger gr- Grills.
1: Girls. Girls.
0: There's no I in that. It's just girls. Girls. Uh, nailed it. RuPaul's Drag Race. Top Chef. The Voice. Any odds uh, on favorites on this one?
1: We all know Rupple Drag Queen Show is going to win this. Rupple? Rupple? You know, Rupple Drag Queen Show.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Jinx Monsoon.
1: Um, I watched the Lizzo. I watched... 13 minutes of Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls and said no thank you.
0: I watched out and I said "Mm, no.
1: (laughs) Nailed it's fun. Nailed it's not like.
0: What is nailed it?
1: It is Nicole Byer, comedian Nicole Byer. She hosts this competition where they present like a beautiful cake, like a gorgeous cake to people who don't know how to bake. And then they have an hour and a half to two hours to recreate it. And the closest recreation of the cake that tastes the best wins. And it's hysterical. If like you want to have her, like a good chuckle, that's the show to watch.
0: Okay. Uh, Top Chef, we all know Top Chef. That's pretty, it's, it's preannual. Yeah. Pre- pre- And The Amazing Race. Well, it's The Amazing Race, so let's race across America or the world and pretend that we're doing things. Uh, It used to win a lot. Yeah, Survivor did too, and we also have Well That Did. Well, And The Apprentice did as well. Did The Apprentice win an Emmy? Yeah, that's the only thing Donald Trump's actually ever won.
1: Huh. I'm not going to comment on that because I can't. I mentally can't right now.
0: Um, so the voice was. was meh. It was with Ariana Grande though. Your favorite person in that household. Who? Ariana Grande. I don't know her. Ariana Grande. We hate her. She's Ariana trash. Grande. And she hey. lost. Who won? Shelton
1: think so I'm going to be honest it was not a memorable season.
0: Oh, okay. And Mr. RuPaul himself, RuPaul Charles, RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm not sure what Ruffle. season this might be. Season 9000? I'm not 100% sure which season was nominated No, they only nominate
1: the um main run. So this is for season 14. That was the last season we just the had, right? Season
0: that never ended? Yeah. The season that kept on going because RuPaul needed more money from advertising dollars.
1: Money, 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 money,
0: money. Can we, uh, as I just talked about a review show, and we're not going to review RuPaul's Drag Race because I would I would literally sit here for twelve hours yelling at the screen, saying, "Okay,
1: why?" Grandpa yells at clouds.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's me. That's me. I am the, I'm the old white guy in the neighborhood. People look at my house and go, oh God, I had a kid kick a ball into the backyard this week and I did not give it back to him because he kicked it into the ball into our yard and his parents have not come and gotten it since. So I have a new ball for my dogs. <laughs> anyway. course, <Port> parents. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Michael, it's been 45 minutes. <laughs> it sure has. It has. It's probably been 40 minutes because we had a commercial break in there. And people are like, oh, no, how long you've been. But, Michael, uh, any big shocks for this uh, Emmys this year?
1: I don't know about any big shocks. I'm always going to die on this hill that P Valley needs to be nominated and included because I really like the show. It's on Showtime or Stars. It's I enjoy it. I think it's fantastic. And then, um, yeah, I feel like that's probably it for what I wished would have gotten nominated. Oh, Evil. Why is Evil Season 2 not here? I really like Season 2 of Evil. I know you're not as much a fan of it as I was, but I just... What's the...
0: I don't want to say something inappropriate. So I'm I'm being overly cautious when I say this. For a show that's based on demons and angels, that has a shitload of money up behind it from Paramount Plus the streaming service. I feel like I'm watching a high school production of Hamlet sometimes, of how bad the set design, the CGI, the acting, the overacting, the unknown ability to pretend that something is scary when you go, oh, no, and you're like, oh, no, every single time. Hmm, There's my... There's my.
1: I've been. I found season two was a lot of fun. I don't know season three. We talked about. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not live laugh loving it. But season two, which would be the one that would qualify, I think for this, it's not wowed me. I mean, no, it did wow me, and I'm shocked that it's not here.
0: Yeah, uh, I see where they're going with season three, but I'm like, the. Eh.
1: I needed to move at a little bit of a quicker pace at this point.
0: Yeah, that's the issue, right? It. I think it's slow, and I think that's why it didn't get nominated. And I
1: think that the C, I agree with this, CGI is trash. They really should just do um, traditional effects.
0: Like, I felt Charmed did a better job at CGI than these guys are doing. Like, the scariest parts
1: of Evil have been George. And it's because it's a person with makeup and an outfit, like popping up and in doing it weird anymore. things. He was in this last episode.
0: Oh, we haven't watched the last episode. Oh. but thanks, thanks. Spoiler alerts.
1: Well, I guess fuck your drag. Sorry. <laughs> right.
0: No, we're we'll, we're watching it tonight. It's it's our last episode. We have to watch. It's a Sunday's episode, so we're gonna watch that, and then next Sunday's episode, and then boom, a few more episodes, and then it's done for the season. And then season four next year. Yay, season four. <laughs> uh, I'm some some shocked. It, Andrea Martin should be nominated for supporting actress. Everything. Actors. Everything. Everything. She, she is my favorite character on this, and they need to use her more often. If they get rid of Mike Coulter and put Andrea Martin in there, I'd be okay with that. I, I would be like, you know what? You know what, Father, just go away. Put sister in.
1: <laughs> I Sister Orga- Andrea, played by Andrea Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Great names.
0: I think she is an underrated actor. And then you could have her up against Martin Short and it would just be awesome because they're two SCTB alumni. I love Andrew Martin. She's
1: one of my favorites. <coughs> and she's so, great on the show.
0: She is, she is. As always, we always get off topic about the Emmys and we always talk longer than we should. But Michael, um, I wanna let everyone know Michael has been doing some amazing stuff for the show. He has been uh, writing some great reviews that have been going over extremely well on the show. If you want to check out his reviews of Broadway shows, go to our website, crossborderinterviews.ca and under the tab where it says news, you can scroll down to his section, which is Lights of Broadway, where Michael goes to Broadway, that's right. Shocker, he goes to Broadway and he reviews the shows that he goes to now this is something that he started by himself but it has been getting a lot of traction so we thank michael for contributing to the show more than just this monthly or weekly or whatever uh live video that we do but he's doing this on his own as well so i'm gonna make the pitch as i always do if you want to support his work his contribution to the show head over to the support page you can make a donation directly to michael through our uh, organization we donate we give the money to him directly so he can go see more shows with his husband so that way he can review more shows so that way you can decide for yourself if you want to go see it he is very critical of these shows he he does i'm not
1: as critical
0: you're not as as critical but you are very you're honest about your opinion of these shows and you will tell the people where they fall down and where they don't. And I highly recommend, if you haven't already, head over to the crosswordentries.ca, Lights a Broadway show, and check it out because this is an in-depth analysis of some of the shows. He has some coming up. He's going to go to New York, I think, next week or the week after. Yep, he's going to next week. See, next week, he's going to go see some more shows. We're looking forward to seeing those because then usually whenever they get to Calgary then I can make a decision if I'm actually going to go see the show. <laughs> so in about two years time, because Hamilton is coming to Calgary and I did not get a review for Hamilton, but I'm assuming. You by won't. the Exactly. So with that, um, if you want, please head over to the crossboard entries, support his part of the show that he donates to. In the memo you can put towards Lights of Broadway and all that money would go to Michael. So please do that. Highly recommend it because he has been doing a fantastic job and we could not have asked for a better contributor to show because oh, he brings in the show. He brings in the likes, he brings in the subscribers and also he brings in the views to our website. So thank you so much, Michael.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, if someone wants to buy my $500 Hamilton ticket to sit in the back row, sure, I'll go view. Yeah. $500 for the back row? It's rid- Hamilton's ridiculously overpriced.
0: Yeah, it was 144 bucks for the like, like back, like the bl- nosebleed sections in Calgary. It was like 144 for to- for the tour, which has none of the original actors. in it. Which has none of the
1: originals. Which does not have the original set. Which does not have the original costumes. And many times is a different, completely differently directed show. So it's not the same thing you're getting. That's Lin Manuel's version of it. It's which is fine. Tours are great. I love seeing tours. I see a lot of the tours. It's great. They come right to uh, 30 minutes down the road for me. There's a tour house. I've seen a bunch in LA when I lived there. Tours are fantastic. And I never want to discredit tours because it's a fantastic way to get theater out there. But I'm not paying the same money to see a tour that I want for Broadway. Yeah, unless like the tour is better. Cause like the, I would definitely say the Phantom of the Opera tour is better than the current version that's on Broadway. It's revamped. Phantom's been there for since 88, 87, something like that. It's time for Phantom to close the tour. They redid the tour and 10, 10 years ago, they updated it and did a whole bunch of new special effects and made it very modern with modern, like special effect skills. And it just, flows
0: better and it looks better. Speaking of that, speaking of that, Paradise Square, which you saw, which you reviewed, is closing this Sunday. Speaking of closing shows, are you, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Dude, I thought you were about to bring up what's in the news right
1: now at Paradise Square. They're being sued by the Actors' Equity Union and by the technical union for $350,000 of back wages and benefit payments that they haven't made. Nobody has been paid on that show in like months because it's not been making back its money. The guy who produced it went to jail for defrauding Broadway in the
0: past and then they let him come back and do this show. It's a mess. I did not see that part. The other reason I knew it was closing on Sunday is because I follow someone on Instagram who is in New York this weekend. He was like, "I got to see Paradise uh, Square one more time before it closes on Sunday." I was like, "Oh, it's closing on Sunday. That's interesting. I didn't expect that because Michael said it was it was a really good show and." He, he. I know you did say that uh, there was there a, a lot of issues, a lot of issues. But they're like it wasn't packed in that room. They were bringing everyone down from the mezzanine down to the bottom, so that way they could fill up. If was that was that? Was no, that, that was that was for
1: colored girls.
0: Colored girls. Okay, I which did close. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. Um, so I, I just, as you can tell, read the reviews because he, I'm, I'm, Michael, is usually bang on on these things. What's happening? Um, Michael, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. Always, always love to have you on the show to talk about things, to talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So, with that, this has been the Cross, the newly rebranded Cross Border Interviews with Michael Nichols-Pate, featuring <laughs> the guest host Chris Brown. Um, Michael, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> With that, have yourself an excellent day. And remember, everyone, get out from behind that social media page and go have a conversation with somebody. But before you do that, head over to the cross-border interviews with Chris Brown and Michael Pate. Click on Lights of Broadway and re- read some of his reviews because they are fan-frickin-tastic. Talk to you Thank later, you. guys.